Two Guys, One Shaker Cup Podcast, hosted by Joshua Shaw and Ryan Buckeye. What's up, guys and girls? Welcome back inside the Two Guys, One Shaker Cup Podcast. Josh Shaw, Ryan Buckeye, here to talk about, uh, I guess, what, what, what's the, how would you preface this topic today? I guess, um, there's a word I'm looking for, Josh. Where, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I guess it's a matter of just staying in the offense, um, being aggressive, being um, being optimistic. I don't want to say opportunistic, but op- you know, it's like this. This is the time where uncertainty is a little bit scary for everybody, and there there's two types of people in the world: just people that love love that and dive into it, and there's other ones that dig their head in the sand and they cry to mama. Um, and we want to talk about the people that are, are interested in actually uh, doing some aggressive things running into the fire because through all that uncertainty and all that um i guess volatility it provides a ton of opportunity for people that are opportunity that was the word that was the word i was looking for (laughs) like seizing the opportunity that's in front of you and we have talked i mean it seems like every week we've been talking about covid19 and and coronavirus but because that's that's what's going on so we're gonna go back you know in the archives of what we've been talking about um, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about this, but the opportunities like in every bad, there's good and there's opportunities, and whether or not you want to see those opportunities and seize that opportunity is really up to you as a person. And you 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 hit the nail on the head. Like either you seize the opportunities or you just cry to mama. I like that. Cry to mama. We're getting cry to mama T-shirts made, Josh. Deep V's <laughs> again, like always. <laughs> cry to mama. And we, in our industry, in our world, and across multiple different industries, we've seen both sides of the coin pretty clear. I mean, it's pretty clear who the winners and who the losers are. I mean, it's put it, you know, put it, put it how it is. Like, if you're the ones who just are sitting on your hands thinking, well, I'm fucked, then you can look in the mirror and consider yourself like somebody who doesn't have it. Because you shouldn't ever sit there, throw your hands up in the air and be like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Um, so, Josh, I want to ask you, I'll start with you. What have you done? in the last five weeks, whatever it's been, I don't even know anymore, um, to seize an opportunity to better yourself, your business, your brand? You know, I think one of the things that, first of all, I think I've been lucky enough to be um, in a place of, of people needing my services during this time. So I've, I've been in one of the lucky ones where I think I've had a ton of inquiries towards me um, that I've had to kind of dig through. But I've tried my best to also take this opportunity to do one thing that I that I I don't do as well as I should. And people probably think that I that I do this okay, but I don't. Um, is that networking? Um, I have really done a bad job at reaching out to a lot of people that I respect that maybe I don't work with, um, that I know that I maybe converse with online, and you know, but I've not taken the time to actually like call them up or shoot them an email and, and, and show them appreciation and actually ask them if they'd like to just get on the phone and talk for a little bit of time. That's something that for me has been um, extremely helpful to my business and it's given me a time to like really do something I've wanted to do for a while. So this past couple of weeks, I've really tried to like highlight people on my list that I've wanted to like get to know better. And I've reached out to them, just cold reached out to them. And I've been surprised how many people that um, are super excited to like, you know, get to know me. And it's one of those things where I think you forget that 
Maybe there's some cross value that's getting put out in the market. You and I, we put out a ton of content. We see the, you know, the the, the read rates or the, the viewing numbers. We see these things, that we, but I don't necessarily always think about the faces behind those numbers a lot of times. So um, I don't think that the people are watching my things. I just think it's just me talking about nerdy shit that nobody cares about, and that's just it. Um, but I've realized that there are some people that are getting some value off of what I say, and, and it's been great for me to actually reach out and talk to those people and then them be able to like, you know, just get to know each other on a better way. Cause my business is very much on like relationships, long-term, like really building up networks, really um, letting people know what I do, what I can help with and really trying to be a valuable asset to the community and to the businesses that are part of that community and entrepreneurs. So this has been a great time for me just to like take one step back, even though I'm like way overextended on work, but I've realized that a lot of people do have some extra time and it's given me like this, thing in my head to go, this is your time to reach out to some people. So I've spent more time than ever, like on the phone, just like shooting the shit, jamming with different people, have no real agenda, just really just trying to get out there. Cause I can't travel anymore to like clients. I can't go to conferences. I can't like, I'm missing that part of my business um, that I should be doing all the time. But this has been a, a time for me just to like flip my switch and, and do that. So that's been one thing. And I don't, Yours is going to be a little bit different, which I think this, this is going to be this is going to be exciting for people that maybe don't that follow me, maybe don't follow you. Um, so this is going to get them in to, to describe maybe what you've been doing um, with launching a completely new brand product. You're just going off the deep end. You're just going full on risk. You're just, you're just going off everything. So I think it's your time to talk about like the, the Fit Butters project a little bit because I think it's like. This has been an area where um, a lot of people, I know that both of us follow, have looked at you and said, like, this guy's got some balls. All right, we like this. This is good. That's the biggest thing, man. I thought, you know, when I, is it, let me, let me first this. Is it smart to launch a brand new brand, a brand new business during a time in which people have uncertainty and have no fucking clue what's going on? No, no, it's probably not. But uh, I'm not your normal everyday person. I wake up every day with a uh, mindset thinking like, what can I do today to advance myself, my brand, my business? And I suddenly realized that my main business, Fitness Informant, is going to take a hit because the brands that I work with can't pay their bills, which means I need to, I need to put bread on the table, brother, right? Like that's what you have to do. Yeah. Um, so during the, the COVID-19, during this whole crisis thing, we started to pivot on Fitness Informant in terms of how do we provide value to the brands that I work with. And a lot of that came in the kitchen aspect. We started creating these videos on recipes and, and healthier versions of XYZ. And um, ideas started stemming out. I came from, most people who've been listening to this know this, I came from General Mills where I was a brand manager on a brand called Cascadian Farm, which is an organic, natural organic brand where I was in charge of innovation and across the brand. And a lot of the stuff that we were doing was functional based foods. We were looking for the functional benefit. Can we do a protein granola, protein bar, vegan, yada, yada, yada. Loved it. Loved it. And we talk about Expo West here a lot. You go to Expo West, that stuff is going to be functional based foods or something with it. If it's you know turmeric or CBD or whatever it might be. They're seeking some type of benefit to sell a product. And we know how booming that industry is. And for the longest time, I wanted to launch a brand leveraging the following that I made on Fitness Informant, not to be greedy, not to be a greedy bastard, because you've seen brands out there develop some sort of trust and then they just they come in with greed and they overcharge you for a product because they're they're leveraging their brand trust. I wasn't interested in doing that. But we had talked at length, Josh, you and I have plenty of times about like, doesn't it make sense for Ryan at Fitness Informant to start a supplement line? Doesn't it make the most sense, right? You're, you're known as this guy who's a supplement expert or dietary supplement expert. Wouldn't it make the most sense to do that? Well, if I did that, right, we've talked about this. I'm competing with the brands that I work with. That doesn't make any sense. 
because then the NutriBio is the ghost, the right kinds of the world be like, well, why am I partnering with you if you're going to sell yeah. a pre-workout that rivals mine? Here was an opportunity for me to launch a line, launch a brand, a physical product, something that I've wanted to do for a long time because I think it's super cool to be able to either walk down the store shelf, store aisle and see your product on the shelf. It's one of the, it's one of the more, I mean, it's rewarding things in life. What can I create that's going to leverage my partnerships with people that I work with that can elevate them while allowing me to start a, uh, a nice, hopefully, business? And um, you know, part of the work that we're doing in the kitchen led to nut butters and we were we're huge consumers of nut butters like we would be buying the competitors brands all the time what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it and i also i also understand that in business you want to seek a target demographic ones who have disposable income who will buy your product through good times and bad and one of the things you know in the space and fitness world when it comes down to the female demographic is they love their nut butters and they will buy and spend $15 on a nut butter. If all they have left is $15 and one penny in their checking account, they will spend it all on a thing of nut butter because that's how, I mean, peanut butter is life. If you don't like peanut butter, you are, <laughs> something's wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. Develop some recipe stuff. It's like, this is definitely a business. And you, you obviously, you and I have the skill set and the experience to do like a demographic search and a competitive research and figure out like, where's their white space and where can you play? And in fitness, there is no fitness-centric nut butter brand on the planet until now. Now there is. Fit Butters. We, we did that. But like there were great, great brands out there. They just weren't speaking to us. And since this is the space that I have trust in and this is the space that people look to me for, it's like, okay, I can create a premium product in this space, which retailers are going to want, which people are going to want. And, uh, you know, we, instead of sitting back and doing nothing and being one of those, you know, cry home to your mama people on the deep V-neck t-shirt, I did something and seized an opportunity and launched the business, launched the brand, had a phenomenal, great uh, first week of business in terms of pre-orders. And, you know, I, I wouldn't say like we're proven yet. It's still super early, right? People have to get the products and stuff. But I feel very confident that, you know, when this is all said and done, I can look back and tell the story of launching a brand during this crazy time and people are going to be fascinated by the story. I, mean, I told you the story before uh, we came on and I'm going to save that story for a different day, but it's just you got to try to do something, man. I mean, I can't, I could not just sit back and be like, all right, I'm not getting paid on fitness informant. I mean, it's not like, you know, I can um, uh, file for unemployment. You know, I can't, I can't do that. So, um, it's, so I had to do something. And I think, especially when you run your own business and you know this too, like if you are, your back's against the wall, you find a way or you, you fail, you find a way to, to do something. And granted, I put a buttload of money into this, obviously with equipment, with, insurance with all the things to make this a legit operation, but I know long-term it's all going to come back and it's all going to be good. And I'm able to still provide value to my partners in a different, unique out of the box way. So it elevates not only, you know, it elevates my own new brand, it elevates fitness informant, it elevates, you know, the brands that I work with. And it kind of was a win, win, win. And if you, uh, you know, you ever watch the office, you, you seek that win, win, win every <laughs> single day of the week. And um, yeah, it, it definitely takes balls. And, and honestly, to tell you the truth, if I didn't have cash flow, if I didn't have a surplus of cash flow, like I couldn't do this. I mean, having the money that I had to, you know, I was planning on investing this money into something else, but I thought, you know, the time is right. Let's do this now. And uh, so far, it seems like it was a really good decision. And, uh, you know, obviously, there are going to be hiccups along the way. We're going to learn a lot. I'm going to be calling your cell phone, Josh, be like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And you're going to send me an invoice for the $2,000 an hour that you charge, but it'll be all worth it. It'll be worth it at the end of the day. But I think you're right. Like people have made comments publicly about like how 
and it's been humbling to have people reach out and be like, I don't know how you do this or, or, you know, we couldn't do that thing. It's, it's great. But that's, again, it, it all comes down to, and we've, we talked about this in a previous episode, like when life gives you lemons, what do you do? And, um, you know, seize the day. It, it sounds cliche and weird, but honestly, like you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. nobody can tell you no. And, and I'm not trying to like curse all the time since I know a lot of people that listen to this are, are business professionals. But I mean, at the end of the day, like <laughs> you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Nobody can tell you yeah. what to do. If you want to take advantage of something, you want to try your hand at something in a time in which people tell you that it's a stupid idea. Fuck what they think. Do what you want to do um, and be happy. And I, truth be told, like I love my fitness informant brand. I still am contributing a lot of time to that, but I have not been this excited about something in a long, long time. And it's it's fun to, to feel this. It's fun to innovate. It's fun to strategize to literally everything I do. You know, myself and my, my girlfriend, Danielle, we literally do everything ourselves. We don't, I mean, outside of the fact of having an attorney review certain things because we're not yeah. an attorney, right? But like, Everything else, formulation, ingredient sourcing, label design, everything. We touch every product and it's there, there's, a, there's a sense of uh, accomplishment with that. And it's pretty cool to see some of the feedback that we've gotten already um, on the brand and it's only going to grow and it's just um, – I, I get it now. You know, like when people would tell me in the past and they would – and you get this all the time. Josh, you got to try my new pre-workout. It's the best thing in the world or my new protein bar. Like they drink the Kool-Aid. I get it. Because I'm drinking my own Kool-Aid now because I, you know, I've created this product that I'm super excited about because I truly think it's the best. And I'm speaking to people the same way that I've been spoken to in the past where I would just roll my eyes and say, yeah, I'm sure it is, right? Like I'm sure it's the best pre-workout. And here I am in the other role of being like, Josh, you need to try these nut butters, bro. They're orgasmic. It is going to be – it's a party in your mouth, my friend. Like, And I, I shouldn't use party in your mouth and orgasmic within the same two sentences. That could be a little weird. Um, but hey, I mean that's the – that it's – it's fun, man. It's And you can get it. If you're listening or watching, you can tell how excited I am about this. And um, that's the thing. Like if you want to be successful at something, you, you I hope you're excited about it because you're not going to want to put the long hours in if you're not. That's for sure. Yeah. The, the, the difference I think a lot of times people make uh, is that there's the entrepreneurs, like the people that just it's, everything's easy and like they think they're an entrepreneur. And then there's – I think there's a – you don't get that badge until like there's these crazy kind of like in your face um, things that happen like from a crisis or a, some super chaos, chaotic thing that you have to like overcome. That's when you get that badge to be like an entrepreneur. Um, I think at this point there are less people willing to call themselves an entrepreneur than you. It used to be like this cool term. You know, I used to hate it because I'm like, like, what are you, what are you really doing? Are you like, I mean, for me, I'm like. Seven and a half, eight years into the game, like, this is what I do. Uh, so, like, I've earned that kind of thing of, like, going through that shit and going through great times and bad or whatever. It's like, but a lot of people hadn't really went through a lot of that and they were just kind of going. But I think it's like this time is like entrepreneurship for me is like, it's all about uncertainty. Like, uncertainty is life, quite honestly. Like, that's day to day for me. And, like, during this time when everybody's like scared of the uncertainty, like, if you are an actual purebred entrepreneur, like, this is the time where you're like, this is my world. This is my world. Like this is, this is my time. Like I'm ready to go. And, and that's not for me to say like that that means you go out and take crazy risks. Like you take calculated risks during this time. I mean, there's been definitely a shift in the, the advisory of my clients um, that they probably haven't noticed um, was around like, wasn't, it's not a negativity. It's more of this like protect the house type of a thing. Like, okay, Hey guys, let's look at this whole scenario much differently from a standpoint of a new risk layer that you haven't really considered before. And let's do this. But there's still a ton of like opportunity and things that I've been telling people, like there are 
holes that have been created by this uncertainty, this, this volatility in the market. And if you're aligned within that world, you can just take advantage of that. So to your point around like, you know, fitness, uh, health and fitness, uh, or better for you, not butter type of a situation. Like you have these things working out really well from a categorical macro standpoint. You have grocery during the time there's really no recession outside of a, dep- a full depression of like you can't you don't have any money to buy food. Like people are going to continue to buy food, and they're going to buy shelf stable things that are going to last for a while. Peanut butter, nut butters, those last pretty well. I mean, if you want them to be. And then second. Thing is, like, people are looking for better for you. We're during a health pandemic right now. People are trying to make better decisions. That this is right in line with with everything. So it's, you're you're taking a huge risk, but it's a calculated risk that's like fits into where there's like a hole. Like you're not opening up a gym. You know I mean? No, no. Like, although although if you have cash flow and you want to open a gym, now would be the time to do it because people are going to, gyms are going to go out of business. You have time to build your brand. If you're starting a brand new one. My record would be now is the time, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I guess that's, that's the, 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 you mentioned it when you were talking about your story around like you had the um, safety net of the cash. You were, you, you had a liquid state of like there's a buffer. Like you could take risk because you had something to buffer that risk, a stopgap that you could handle those things. That, that's a big thing that people have to um, kind of think about right now, where there's like there are winners and losers that are being created like, fundamentally right off the bat and then there's winners and losers that are sitting back and waiting for like the perfect opportunity where like you have these super cash rich companies you have private equity that has trillion dollars on the balance sheet all these things that like they're waiting for everybody to crumble and then they're gonna pick up the pieces and buy you all up and do all kinds of stuff so there's like these different things that are happening in this like uh pandemic but like there are huge opportunities and like if if you can create these like must-haves or things that align with like the opportunities this is the time to just jump full force into it. Just go. Like, if you're built for this. Right. That's an important part if you're built for this. And then if it's not, um, you need to like probably maybe work on some more planning side of it. You know, work on some of the stuff. Like build up some stuff that like would help you. As an example, something that you and I both do and we've been doing and, and what has helped you launch this product. And if I ever did something that would help me is like we've built community. we built up a audience we've built up a a value generation system of like creating content and having these networks of people where like eventually when we want to go do something else people are willing to um, help us because we put in a bunch of equity to them for a while and we can now take a little bit out of the bank so right now maybe if you have an idea in your head maybe the 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 first step is start to build an audience build like start being an expert in that area start building these things up that you can start storytelling around this that like you still want to look active during this time and that's we mentioned is like you don't want to sit and just wait and just kind of like look like you're not doing anything because it makes you look way worse now than than ever you need to be active you need to keep the story going you need to keep you know something going on so like whatever you need to do even if your idea is like dead in the water um you could do things to keep yourself active, to keep the story going, to keep your uh, momentum going. So when it does fire back up, you're you're right going back on it. You're good to go. Yeah, I think you're. At, I mean, and, and also like at the end of the day, right? If I fail, I think the fact that I showed people that I have the balls to do something like this, like it's it's one of those things that people don't forget. So if I were if fitness informant would dissolve because of this whole COVID nineteen thing and people are hiring, like I would hope I would be top of mind for a lot of people. Like that guy has some he has he has the want to to do something, you know. And um, I, I'm not I am not at all uh, the type of person who can just sit back and chill, you know. I need to I need to be doing something. I always got to keep my mind busy. And um, 
part of that is, uh, yeah, part of, part of that is, you know, maybe drive me insane. And like I was telling you before we came on here, like I'm probably going to die young, <laughs> but and, and jokingly, but I mean, at the same time, like my level of sleep went from, you know, a good solid six hours down to a good solid three and a half or four, if that, um, at, at most. So, um, but I, I find it so fun to do something so different, but you know, during a time in which nobody's really doing anything. So it's like, why not get out there now? And then here I'm talking to retailers, right? Who, whose foot traffic is down significantly and they have interest in bringing it in because you know what their foot traffic is buying when they're in their stores, functional foods, protein bars, yeah. protein, stuff like that. And they don't have a product like this. So it gives me an opportunity. And it's just, I think, you know, it's just like you, you mentioned like the intuition or some people have it, some people don't. And I can confidently say that Josh Shaw and Ryan Buckeye, we have it. Like we have that way of thinking that we, I don't know if it's just like embedded in us, you know, from, from birth or what, but I, you know, we do look at other people in this space and outside this space that quite frankly, just don't have a fucking clue. And, and it's not, I don't know if it's a fault of theirs, if they're just lazy, but I, I have a hard time sometimes comprehending how people don't perform or don't carry themselves the way that you and I do in terms of like, I, I don't understand how somebody can be lazy. You know, I don't, I don't get that. And, um, it's, and, and, and maybe I'm too much for a lot of people. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure I'm too much for a lot of people, but I'm not too much for me. I'm not too much to do what I'm doing. So, um, but you know, on the spin of that, not, not to be about like just me and, and about you, but like you, we look at brands in our space too. We talked about this on a different podcast, but brands who are continuing business as, as usual, you know, like moving forward as if there is nothing going on because that's what a consumer like a Doug Miller and Core Nutritionals was a brand we talked about. Like they're launching, they've launched an intro workout, they're launching a pump product, they're launching a greens product, they launch new flavors of, a, of an ABC product. I mean, they are just, they're doing business because they don't want to be forgotten. It's the brands who don't do anything and maybe because they can't, they can't afford it, whatever it might be. But the brands who are not doing anything during this time are the brands, you know, post COVID-19 that, that, that consumers are going to forget exist. So it's like, stay top of mind. Yeah. You might not make what you thought you're going to make. Your forecast might not be accurate, you know, in, in April of 2020 with a, a new pre-workout, but I mean, you're doing something. And when the gyms reopen and supplement stores reopen and people are looking for supplements, like I would think retailers will turn to that brand and be like, you guys are doing something. You have something new and exciting. Consumers will walk in and say, I want that new core product that I read about because I had nothing to do for the last six weeks, but read about supplements that I couldn't use, but now I can use them. So I want that one. So I, I give credit and I, I, I like applaud the brands who are just continuing to do things and putting forth the money and the time and the effort to launch products and continue business because at some point this thing is going to end. And we've talked about this on the, on the last episode, like life after COVID-19 needs to take place. And I think if you're doing the things right today as a brand, like you're going to be set up for success in the future. There's adaptability like with um, your plan. And like there's some things that were in motion before, you know, all this kind of started and you can't stop it. Um, so you're in this new kind of, uh, there's new rules, there's a new kind of game. Um, so you have to have a new plan you know, in front of this game. So like, uh, you know, be it like a core or anybody that's still like launching products or whatever. I'll give kind of an example. I won't say who this is, but you know, one of my clients um, was ready to get on shelf at uh, Target and they pushed the planogram, but they still had a build of multiple millions of dollars of inventory ready to, to hit that. Uh, but that been pushed because a lot of the retail planograms 
um, are getting pushed back because right now they're really just trying to stock the most important products. Um, they don't want to overcomplicate their business. They need to really just streamline it during this time um, to take care of what they could take care of. You know, why, why complicate the system if you don't need to? So right now, that customer is looking there and going, well, now what the hell do we do with all this inventory? You know, whatever. So it's a matter of then they're sitting there and going, okay, how do we adapt to this? This is the reality of our lives. We need to sell through this in some semblance. So let's shift this to wherever this needs to go. You know, this is, you know, build out different campaigns that work better for Amazon or direct consumer or whatever. Like things that they didn't have in the, in the plan, um, maybe, eight to 12 weeks ago when all that stuff started to, to happen from the contract manufacturing side. So you had to kind of change the game with what's going on here. And I think that to bring this more towards like a, that, that's kind of like an extreme example because there's not a lot of people listening to this are going to be like, oh, I have the opportunity to get into Target or whatever. But like, think about it in the sense of like, say you launch a product and you had a bunch of like maybe assets built through like your video and your photography and everything. And, and they were all in like, a gym or they were all like maybe on a beach or you know, like you can't use those assets anymore those don't work those don't work anymore like so now you have to think like okay let's change the way this looks like we have to re represent the environment that's around us because that doesn't resonate anymore you look tone deaf now like if you're sitting there you know lifting some heavy weight in a gym that's packed it's like that's just not the reality reality is people are doing band workouts in their in their living room you know what i mean so it's like how do you adapt that into whatever you're marketing or into whatever and there's like little kind of changes that when you are launching a product during a different time frame when the world looks different you can't continue to like be you know full head towards like what you were going to do already you have to at least adapt some element could be huge you know like selling a bunch of millions of dollars worth of inventory or it could be something like just what is that launch uh, assets going to look like because if they don't look like the rest of the world somebody's going to look at that and go these guys are tone deaf and idiots and like i don't want to like it becomes a native because like it just doesn't work today like you've seen i mean i'm sure you've seen like the things that are happening in this world like if somebody posts that they're like sitting outside in like their yard or like in a park you see like comments people are like oh my god i cannot believe you're not staying at home you know like you're the ter most terrible person i can't be like they start to like rip you apart and like can i just like can i just get outside and get some fresh air right you know what i mean like but you but that's the like, kind of magnify that as a brand you think about like the tens of thousands of people that are going to look at like you posting a picture about being in the in the gym with a bunch of people around you they're not going to realize that that was like they're going to think you're breaking the rules yeah they're going to be like these fucking assholes like who the fuck do they think they are like literally that's like so it's a matter of like when you are putting yourself launching something in a new world be sure that you're actually understanding the world around you when you're doing it you can still launch that pre-workout product but make sure that it actually is like, you know, adapted to the world around you. That's what I love about core. I mean, you look at like Doug and, and Patrick who represented, like they're posting videos of them doing workouts, you know, in the warehouse. I, I actually, it's, it's funny because I, I saw maybe it was somebody must have liked one of Patrick's posts or whatever. I saw him doing, um, you know, something with the, um, the, the dip belt, like yeah. with like two, like uh, two pallets. And I was like, that's the content. There it is. That's it. Like, that's the reality. Like, if you're having to come into work as an essential service person shipping orders and you want to try to get a workout in, you're just going to pack it together, like freaking MacGyver a workout together. That speaks to people because a lot of people are MacGyvering workouts together. They're using their, their uh, bench. They're using their they're using water jugs. They're using, like, whatever they got. It's and, and the people who follow them, too, are just like, okay, they're being real. Like, you know, this is what they're this is what they're doing to get by. What's my excuse? 
Um, so like, it's been cool to see, you know, brands that are, you know, a lot of brands are doing like at home workout stuff, eBooks and things like that too, kind of like leveraging where we're currently at. Um, you know, those are the brands who are actually providing content to people who, who need it and want it. So, um, and while at the same time, like, you know what, I'm doing this, uh, palette basically, uh, basically like pit shark machine that I just created, you yeah. know, and, and I'm doing it based using core, core, uh, theory and core pump. So it's, I mean, then they kind of bring it full circle that makes sense. So it's, it's been cool to watch in our space because it's been a struggle. It's like, how do we speak, um, to our consumers in this space right now with what's going on? And, um, you know, some brands do good. Some brands are, are struggling. Has there been any brands, Josh, that have launched, you know, like in the last, like during this time or done something during this time that, that has impressed you? That's a good question. I, mean, I think it's, there's been a lot of products um, that have continued on with like flavor variants. I mean, I, I tend to really be probably more focused on like food of beverage items right now. And I think a lot of those ones are still continuing to do pretty good and they're strong and they're going strong with it. Like I haven't really seen, you know, too much um, like one that like sticks to my head. Um, and that may, I'm probably, maybe I'm just cause you put me on the spot and I'm overlooking something, but um I have not really saw like something that just like caught my eye out of nowhere, but um, I don't know. You could, you could probably show me up by, by naming one. Me? I mean, besides, oh, you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> besides me, no. Um, honestly, no. I mean, I haven't really like seen a lot. I mean, I guess I've been so busy to pay, pay a, a ton of attention, but I have, um, you know, not necessarily seen a ton of stuff. I've seen more stagnance than anything at this point. So it's, um, you know, I think, I don't know, you know, I think it's it's been interesting to see how brands have, have operated during this time. There's a definitely things that I would do differently. I think some brands had uh, an opportunity right in front of their face that they just let go because, A, maybe they were scared or they just weren't ready for it. So, um, you know, I guess, well, I mean, we, we, yeah, yeah, um, I know you're wrong. Like, I was going to say yeah, Nutribio, like in terms of, um, you know, them coming out with stuff like on the fly that like really um speaks to their brand but also speaks to like what is happening around in the world like i mean there's a there's a level of of people that are just coming out with like the basic like here's some vitamin c tablets or whatever like doing the easiest thing possible and then there's ones that are like still staying strong to their like ethos of the brand and then saying like how can i really formulate a very strong um product that we believe is going to be helpful towards you know first responders or people that are on the front line or whatever and it's like you're trying to do what you're best at um, to provide something for people if you have that ability to do it. I found that that stuff that was coming out of Nutribio has been pretty cool and unique um, just because they're taking it much step further. You're seeing people that are just kind of doing the basic stuff. And, and you know, I can't fault people for, for trying to shift their business as quick as possible to try to, you know, catch some semblance of the fall that is uh, the rest of their categories. But um, I think Mark and the, and the team over there has done a really good job at uh, balancing, uh, putting out some products that are just really um, well formulated for, you know, you know in, in the quickest meantime of like what's available and everything. I think they've done a really good job. Um, but other than that, I mean, I've just seen like, I've seen some people just like kind of flow through it. I mean, it's only been what was it, like six weeks, like really of like life changing type stuff. Um, you know, obviously earlier on, if we consider China and you know, some of the other countries or regions, but like for us, it's been like really six weeks that's like really rocked our world. So that is a short amount of time. And this is kind of the time where it's like, 
a little bit of a lull during the um, during some product launches and things because you just had the the New Year's resolutionist uh, for a lot of like our consumer base. If we're talking sports supplements, like, like they just got done with uh, spring break, so like there's this weird lull in between like spring break and summer where like you you kind of fall off a little bit. So um, and then right now it's kind of. It's just a it's just a weird time, like for a lot of a lot of the stuff we talk about on a, on a uh, episode to episode basis. Like it's just a lot of that stuff is just not as important as it used to be. Um, it's unfortunate. We talk about like supplements. We talk about it a lot. We love it, and that's where we make a lot of our money. But it's also like it's really not that important in the grand scheme of things. It's not. You see what I mean? It's and the businesses that are. Um, Realizing that and also like figuring out a way to get around that if it's food beverage if it's content if it's whatever like they're they're figuring something out to like keep this going and and if they are launching new products they hopefully have one of those legs to stand on to be able to to, to draw value from if it's you know whatever if it's like you I mean building like the community aspect of it like you could have launched probably a lot of other things that maybe were a little off trend for like this part of our life and it still probably would have been okay because you built the community but like you were at least were aligned a lot closer to what was something that, that the rest of the world was already looking to, to get a part of and you just found the, the combination of the sequence that worked best yeah that's the goal hopefully knock on wood it works out so if you guys are out there listening and you have a, a story that follows suit or if you have something that happened during this um, this time frame and you seize the opportunity you'd love to hear from it or if you have any highlights of other brands you saw Hit us up on our socials. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on uh, pretty much every platform. Two guys, one shaker cup. Leave us a review on our podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, over at YouTube as well. Helps with the algorithm. Uh, at Jay Shaw Consulting, at Fitness Informant. If you guys are interested in a new venture, it's at The Fit Butters on Instagram. And um, yeah, good good stuff today, Josh. Keep it going. And uh, there, hopefully there's light at the end of the tunnel at some point. And uh, then there should be no more excuses. Yeah. Yeah. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Podcast, and more. Follow us along on our social media channels. We're on Facebook, Two Guys, One Cup, Instagram, and Twitter.